I'm Ingrid Delamar Kenny. I'm the CEO and founder of The Method. She's also my wife and she's the smartest woman I've ever met. First of all, she's my mom and she's really cool. She's all that and she's a superhero. Never mind CEO, she's gangster. This is the Pardon My French podcast. On this episode, you'll hear about wellness, fitness, Frenchism, and lifestyle, a Trey fucking chic gangster podcast. Hosted by fitness and wellness French hedonism guru and creator of The Method, The Body, yours truly, Ingrid Delamar Kenny, live from Monte Carlo, Monaco. On this show, you'll find a mix of audio entertainment, including listener and audience questions answered about health wellness, lifestyle, family, and relationships, and my French holistic tips to be healthy, have your best body, and transform both your body and your mindset into the happiest ever, as well as living la belle vie lifestyle like a chic French gangster. Welcome to episode 13 of Pardon My French. I am your host, Ingrid Delamar Kenny, as always, live from beautiful Monte Carlo. Today's episode is called Hormones. So you recognize the word whore, and obviously the ending of the word hormones, moans. Um, are you Becky with the good hair? I promise I will explain. So while the title of this episode may sound funny to you, I'm going to explain it right now. As women, we very often think of our hormones as a way to deflect any sort of blame of ourselves when we act erratically. It's like our defense mechanism to not take responsibility for our bitchy actions. Very often you're being a bitch to your boyfriend and you'll be like, sorry babe, it's my hormones acting up. However, we never ever think of blaming our hormones when we gain weight, when we can't sleep, when we're losing our hair. So this is a way of reminding you that your hormones are a lot to blame for much more than your bitchy behavior. So the idea here is to remind you that instead of just blaming your hormones for your erratic and bitchy behaviors, you might want to look into a lot more of your health issues and discomforts, whether your weight or your hair or your skin, whatever discomfort you may experience should be possibly blamed on your hormones, not just your bitchy, erratic, unexplicable behaviors. So that is why I called this episode Hormones. Now, I thought it was important to inform you um, on hormone disruption and inflammation. Ever so often, you will find that, for example, you get um, menstrual acne. And you may say, well, you know what? I have had perfect skin my whole life and now I'm hitting 40 and I have menstrual acne. And so the first thing you're going to do is go to the pharmacy and over the counter start buying shit. Or you're gonna look at to some influencer on Instagram uh, who promises to get rid of acne 
with this product or that product and you're going to buy it. You're going to look on the internet for all types of magical remedies that will take care of the problem. And that's actually may work for a little bit or may work just a little bit. But it is not treating the root of the problem. So you're going to go to a doctor and a doctor is going to give you medication to artificially care for your skin. Sometimes he might even give you the pill. But once again, ever so often, treating a disruption or treating the effects of a disruption with medication or with a topical cream, any kind of magical product is masking the root of the problem. That's all it's doing. So by blaming your hormones, not just by blaming your hormones, not just for your behavior, but also for your aches, pains, and discomfort is something you might want to think about. Now, of course, you are not a doctor. And let me remind you that I am not a doctor, but I do rely on very good doctors that have published a lot of their research, a lot of their findings. And I've kind of made a correlation with my experience with different demographies of women that I work with and made sense of it all so I can bring it to you and serve it up in a podcast and tell you, okay, research, doctors, um, medical knowledge tells us this and this and that about hormones. And women that I work with of this demography, whether it's someone who just had a baby and is postpartum or someone that's going into perimenopause or someone that's menopause already that I've worked with, different examples have gone through this and this and that. And so according to what research and doctors and everything that I read about and learn about um, and what's happening to my clients, I can tell you that this is how we can also contribute to fixing it. How can we help a doctor help us? So before you jump on any kind of bandwagon to fix your skin problem from a hormonal issue, to fix your weight loss or your weight gain, I'm saying, I I mean, um, with a diet, look at the root of the problem. Very often it will be your hormones, everything stems from your hormones. So I want to give you um, an idea of like the different types of hormonal problems you can be experiencing by giving you a few pointers where you could look at yourself and say, okay, out of those four things Ingrid just mentioned, I'm experiencing three of them. So I need to look at my cortisol levels or I need to look at my low testosterone levels or at my high estrogen levels. And I'm not saying you should go get yourself tested. It's very complicated to test yourself um, for those things. Because once you've tested yourself, doctors are going to want to go and prescribe. And that does not always go to the root of the problem. Knowing that the gut is actually the centerfold. It's the center of many, many hormonal issues. However, while weight loss is one of the main discomfort women notice 
and want to remedy to from hormonal imbalance, they usually want to treat it with diet, restriction, punishment. And very often, this is why they're not losing weight because they're not tending to their gut health, rather they're tending to their weight or fat loss. That's the point I want to make today. Um, but I do have to make a small disclaimer. I am not a doctor. If you are having some of the symptoms that I'm mentioning, you perhaps should be going to a doctor just to confirm. Don't self-medicate yourself. What the information I'm giving you on here are suggestions that whether you are experiencing these hormonal disruptions or not, if I tell you to eat sashimi to soothe your inflammation, it can't hurt, but you should not bypass um, consulting with a medical professional because I said that sesame could help you. That being said, I'm not one person that will recommend progesterone cream. And doctors love, 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 love to prescribe progesterone cream. The idea behind my job and what I do for me and my perspective of my own success is not to make my audience or my clients codependent on my advice. What I want to do is give you the tools to understanding your body and your hormones and how to intuitively cater to your body and your hormones so that once you're armed with those tools of understanding, you can fly solo. I know that I will profit from that somewhere else. Like maybe you continue to, come to buy a new land, simply a new land, or maybe you continue to work out with me on the, on the master sessions on the, on the virtual platform. But part of what I do is so rewarding and that's a little bit selfish is the empowerment that I see in women that reach out to me even though they may not be my clients and they're just consuming my content on Instagram and telling me you have liberated me you have given me the tools to be liberated so that's why the podcasts are here and are going to continue to exist and even though they're not sponsored and they're not a source of income. They are a way of giving you the freedom, giving you the freedom to be in control of your body. And Joseph Pilates um, wrote a book, which was all about, it was a, almost over a hundred years ago, which was all about returning your body to you. And that's really, really what my mission is here. And it's a little bit selfish because I also do it for the reward of getting messages from my audience saying that, saying, you know what? I've regained control of my body. So that being said, I really uh, think that understanding hormone disruption or inflammation and knowing how to pinpoint that it's possibly what you're dealing with rather than automatically when you feel a change in your body or something is not appealing to you in your body, rather than go and look for an external factor that's going to fix your issue, 
look at it from within and try to fix it from within. And so I want to give you the tools today, very simply summarized. It's not going to be everything you need to know, but it's going to be a good base, a good foundation for learning to not just blame your hormones. And yes, I said whore, not hormones, just when you are being erratic and moody. You should be blaming your hormones on a lot more of your discomforts, your aches, and the dislikes that you feel about your body, your skin, your tummy, your thighs, your waistline. So let's get into hormones. Let's say your symptoms are a low libido and um, vaginal dryness. Sorry, too much information. Or if you're a guy, maybe uh, sexual dysfunction like erectile dysfunction. Um, if those are your symptoms and you have low libido and you're very dry, your problem is low testosterone. And instead of jumping on any kind of bandwagon that's going to help you gain back um, your testosterone levels and rather your sexual desires, what you're going to do is you're going to go online and look for foods and things that you can do to tend to your testosterone levels. Now, because I'm a fitness specialist and I uh, specialize in, you know, weight control and sculpting bodies and fitness and wellness, I am not so big on talking about testosterone. So unless you have specific questions that you need me to answer in one of my next podcasts about that, I'm not going to stay too long on that subject. Let's talk about other symptoms. Other symptoms. You have very bad PMS or very heavy periods or both. You have unexplicable and unintentional weight gain, meaning you're eating your salad, you're eating your lean proteins, you're having the three bite rules for dessert, one to say hello, one to say it's delicious, one to say goodbye, and you're still gaining weight. That's what I call unintentional weight gain. You have unexplained changes in appetite with urges to binge. You have unexplained mood changes or depression. What I mean is, we're not talking about you just had a breakup. We're not talking about you just got fired. We're talking about your day is going perfect, perfectly well. Life is good. You have a wonderful husband. Your kids are great and everyone's healthy. But at times, you have crazy mood swings and you can get truly depressed, feeling really down. In this case, we are dealing with high estrogen and low progesterone. That's something that I tap into, even though it's the reproductive and you may say it has nothing to do with fitness, weight loss or weight control. I disagree because estrogen levels come into play as well as progesterone levels 
when you work out and depending on the workouts that you pick. Go check out my episode, Are You Wet or Dry? which is all about aromatase enzyme releasing a certain type of estrogen that builds up liquid around your muscles when you do high impact, high intensity, for example, and gives you wet muscle gain as opposed to dry muscle gain, which, which may make you feel bulky or make you feel like you're not leaning um, the way that you want. Um, so if you have those symptom, the symptoms by PMS and heavy period, unintentional weight gain, unexplained changes in appetite, mood changes or depression, we need to be looking at high estrogen, low progesterone. That's estrogen dominance. I speak about this all the time. It's one of the biggest culprits for weight gain, especially, especially in your midsection, in your legs. Uh, so that's what you would be looking at. And I'll be talking about what you can eat, even though I've already spoken about anti-inflammatory, um, hormone-friendly, anti-inflammatory foods that you can have to remedy to that, and as well as watching out for the physical um, activity that you choose. That's been spoken about in the other episodes. You want to go and refer to them to previous episodes. But we'll tap onto that again today, just as a reminder. Now let's talk about the, the, the gland and the hormone that I always, always speak about that none of you had heard about uh, before. Actually, many of you had not heard about it before. Now it's becoming more common. Um, and I see that some people in the wellness space, in the wellness space and even on Instagram and the social media are starting to speak about cortisol. And I see that even professionals that always spoke only about diet are starting to tap into cortisol because they've heard about it from me and from other people. There's a bunch of professionals and doctors that are starting to speak up about it. While before it was just this silent sabotager that no one wanted to talk about. But I'm so glad that it's coming into light and that uh, we're talking more about it you want to refer to my episode called cortisol schmortisol. Um, let me give you the symptoms of possible high cortisol levels, which are related to your adrenal glands. Unintentional weight gain. Again, unintentional means you are eating properly, you are exercising more than the norm, or you're exercising a really good amount of time and you're still gaining weight and you don't understand why. Diet is not working for you or your diet has worked and now you're hitting a plateau. That's unintentional weight gain. Unexplained increase in appetite. So that is not a change of appetite like high estrogen and low progesterone. It's an unexplained increase of appetite. So if you have a high estrogen, low, low progesterone, your appetite changes inexplicably, which means you could go from not being hungry at all to being famished. As opposed to that cortisol, a big sign of cortisol is when you are famished unexplicably at crazy times, like you just ate two hours ago and now you're dying to devour a sandwich or you're dying to devour chocolate and you have sugar urges, like you wanna binge on sugar that's a sign of having high cortisol. Digestive issues including bloating, acid reflux, constipation, or diarrhea. Any of those or all of those 
although you can be constipated and have diarrhea, but bloating, acid reflux, constipation, or you know the same combination with diarrhea, um, and the increase in appetite that's unexplainable and very stubborn weight gain that's unintentional. Um, that means your cortisol levels are high. And usually the weight gain when it comes from your cortisol is in what I call your hormonal area. So your midsection, what we call the muffin top, um, the thighs and the hips. Let's go on to low estrogen. So I always speak about estrogen dominance, especially for people that have a tendency to gain weight and that don't understand why or people that go to the gym and bulk up and they don't understand why and they feel bloated they feel like they have water in their body even though they're working out and they're dieting and they're drinking enough water that's high estrogen but there's such a thing as low estrogen and it's not good either so for low estrogen and that's usually what would be happening to someone that's going um, into different stages of their hormonal life you get vaginal dryness, sorry, too much information, missed or irregular periods, mood changes, depression, hot flushes, and night sweats. And at that point, you know that if you have at least three of these elements, you have low estrogen. Um, there's one other hormone that I always, always um, look at when I see a new client, especially coming to work out because they don't like the way their body is reacting and they feel like they have a hormonal um, incidence that may be for, to blame, hormonal disruption. It's your thyroid. And the thyroid hormone imbalance is a big, big one. It's also correlated with your adrenal glands and with your cortisol levels. Um, but what happens with the thyroid is unintentional weight gain or weight loss and hair loss and hair thinning. Now you have to realize that these are the same symptoms as possibly going onto perimenopause. So you could be going onto perimenopause and not have an issue with, um, with your thyroid, although very often Thyroid becomes a problem when you're going into perimenopause because all these imbalances are correlated. So I'll give you after that the symptoms of going on perimenopause. So you know you're going into perimenopause and that's what you're looking at. But thyroid is also giving you a weird swelling around your neck area, right on top of your clavicle. And so if you have an unintentional weight gain or loss, hair loss, hair thinning, um, fatigue as well, you might want to be looking into thyroid. And in this case, I usually, unlike the other aspects um, and other inflammations or uh, disruptions of hormones, when it comes to thyroid, I always say it's better to check it out. Um, so let's go to menopause, premenopause, your symptoms. If you are going into premenopause, irregular periods, vaginal dryness, hot flushes, chills, night, sweat, night sweats, sleep problems, mood changes, weight gain, slowed metabolism, so you might be constipated, not having regular bowel syndrome, but bowel, uh, sorry, bowel movement, um, 
thinning hair, dry skin, and loss of breastfulness. I know, I am so joyful and jolly today. Um, so the symptoms of premenopause, of course, would come with a certain age where you know it's kind of like about to knock on your door. Um, so you, you don't necessarily want to go into a frenzy at the age of 41 thinking you have some of the symptoms and you're going into premenopause. But if you do have night sweats and you feel too young to be in premenopause, it could very well be that you're, you're going into low estrogen. And in this case, unlike the people that are in estrogen dominance and gaining weight in their midsection due to that, um, I would say to the people that are in low estrogen, um, in the low estrogen category, to eat the food that the high estrogen people are not allowed to eat, like soya bean, or like tofu, or like, of course, I'm still not gonna push you to eat stevia and truvia because I think it's shit. Um, so let's talk about cortisol. Even though I devoted a whole episode to it, I feel like the questions about it keep on piling up in my message box and understandably because it's an it's a hormone that was not very spoken about and that's literally never blamed when it is often the source of the problem and people now from what i say are recognizing in their symptoms or what they experience or their struggle with weight loss that they might be um, candidates for high cortisol so you need to know that high cortisol levels are associated with chronic stress as well as poor sleep, particularly with higher levels of morning cortisol. So if you don't sleep well, your cortisol levels are gonna be very high in the morning. It's associated with decreased immunity, trouble with work performance or performance altogether, like you go for your workout and after 15 minutes you're exhausted and at the end of your workout, you actually cannot function anymore, then that means your cortisol levels are too high and your workout is not helping. So you need to change your workout. Uh, higher susceptibility to anxiety. You are more hungry for carb-rich foods, so a high calorie intake, and so you gain weight. And usually the weight gain, I'll say it again, is in your midsection. So if you recognize all that, you need to look at high cortisol problems um, and depression. Um, to balance high cortisol level, you guys know, I always speak about it, making sure that you don't upset your gut. And so that means eating unprocessed food, a variety of fruits, veggies, high in antioxidants and fiber because high cortisol levels are correlated and linked to gut health. So that's why inulin, simply inulin comes into play very often when we're talking about high cortisol levels because it feeds your good gut bacteria and it rests your metabolism in a way as a prebiotic that it doesn't upset your cortisol levels to the point of bringing it too high. So it's all related. You want to consume omega-3 fatty acid from fish like salmon, sardines or mackerel. Same thing goes with fatty acids like olive oil. Do not be scared of olive oil. French people can eat up to a liter a week and still don't get fat. The problem is that all these diets you're going on are telling you to not consume olive oil. Put your dressing on the side and instead they tell you to go get a processed food, processed, fat-free 
low carb vinaigrettes and dressings and that's a mistake that's where they're fucking up your hormones with their stupid diet advice instead have olive oils it's healthy for you the acids the fatty acid is actually going to feed your body and fight the high cortisol levels eat probiotic foods i say it all the time eat fresh herbs eat a lot of spices that's why i cook with so many spices and i came up with simply the best hassel hanout it has 30 pungent spices mixed in why do i put so many spices into my chickens and meats that's why so you want to gravitate towards spices on top of it they make you feel so happy because you feel like you're eating food that has real taste and that makes your leptin hormone your satiation hormone very happy and stimulated sending the right signals to your brain and that's keeping your cortisol levels low Pre probiotic i always speak about raw cheese fermented cheese look for that you can find it even if you're in the united states it is at your fingertips kefir labne try adaptogen herbs like ashwagandha i always speak about it especially for people with ashimoto and ashimoto is a hormonal disease ginseng rhodiola and medicinal mushrooms there's even the four sigmatic and this is not sponsored but in the states you have access to the four sigmatic mushroom coffees and hot chocolates those are therapeutic or you can get even the chinese ones that are even better you have things at your fingertips that are not processed that are not that are not completely corrupt by the lack of fda demands to see exactly what's in the shit you're consuming when it comes to supplements so go for it herbs like ashwagandha i will link it in the show notes because it's kind of hard to um to write and to pronounce but ashwagandha is amazing for your hormones it's also good for people with high estrogen levels um, include vitamin b vitamin b rich food like eggs poultry nuts seeds whole grain and nutritional yeast so stop being afraid of all these foods you have nutritionists and dietitians today that tell you to throw out the yellow well, Dr. Guntry, who has performed 10,000 heart surgery, open heart surgery, and he's a genius when it comes to gut health, he has healed so many people suffering from all kinds of illnesses and diseases, not even gut health related. He's healed them from the gut. And he said, you should throw out the white and eat the yellow. I will add to that, that your liver produces the equivalent of three egg yolks in cholesterol to keep you alive so why would you be so afraid of eggs have eggs french people eat a lot of eggs they eat poultry make sure that your poultry is grass-fed make sure you know where it's coming from don't be afraid of nuts don't be afraid of seeds they are good for you and on this note because we're talking about cortisol levels i'm going to talk about sleep because i get so many questions about sleep especially from my clients that are going into premenopause and menopause um, and I have to say also the postpartum mamas having trouble sleeping and that's something that is recurrent and that is completely linked to your hormones and usually also one of the signs that you may be gaining weight for a hormonal reason not because you're simply gaining weight because you're not eating right or working out. <music> 
Um, so low melatonin. Melatonin is used to treat issues related to sleep uh, and wake cycle dysfunctions. And so it's not just insomnia, like people that just um, wake up in the middle of the night and then have a hard time falling back asleep or a hard time falling asleep. Um, it's uh, melatonin is something that you need. It's been shown to have benefits unrelated to sleep also uh, because it does treat menopause symptoms, heart disease and chronic pain. Um, so, you know, melatonin is something important. Um, you can help regulate your melatonin production. So this, I explained why you need it. You need higher melatonin to treat your menopause symptoms, heart disease. Um, if you're like at risk of heart disease for any reason, if you have chronic pains, um, people that are uh, breast cancer survivors, for example, or, or prostate cancer survivor, they can benefit from uh, bringing their production of melatonin up. And the way that you can do it is by one, waking up and going to sleep around the same time each day. Um, avoiding staying up all night if your job permits it. Getting exposure to sunlight during the day. I talk about this all the time and I will do an episode specifically about this. Now I know that sun got a bad rap, but you know, I live in the south of France. Um, my parents are originally from North Africa and my mom has exposed her body and herself to the sun her whole life and she's been a pretty happy person and a very healthy person there is no history of of skin cancer in my family um, I'm not talking about exposing yourself laying in the sun with oil on your body I'm talking about going out in your sweats in the morning and just giving your face to the sun and having your inulin coffee and your inulin or your inulin tea it's been shown that exposure to sunlight will burn your white fat cells. And the white fat cells are the ones that make you look fat. So the ones that make you look like you have a few extra pounds around your waist, around your arms. So exposing yourself to sunlight will not only help you with your sleep, but it will help you bring your melatonin up and it will help you burn white fat cells. I will speak about this in another episode more in detail and explain the research um, and the science behind it and it's been researched by a bunch of doctors and universities around the world. Um, so there's supplements, yes, that are melatonin, um, but it's possible that you uh, can take too much and that's not good for you. I don't like supplements. I think you can really um, rise your melatonin by taking some steps. So trying to go to sleep and waking up at the same time, avoiding sleeping, staying up all night or passing your bedtime. I'm a little bit guilty of that sometimes. Um, getting enough exposure to sunlight. Make a point every morning to give your face to the sun and catch some sunlight. It helps so, so much. And I've been showing it on my Insta story and this is not a joke. It literally changes my mood. It literally, when I do that, I am less hungry throughout the day. And it's definitely, definitely tied together. Um, there are uh, foods that contain um, something called tryptophan and it helps produce melatonin um, naturally. Uh, dairy products, so 
I know we're not big on dairy in the United States. If you are in the US, you're worried. Have fermented and raw cheeses. They're very low in lactose. So even someone that may be intolerant to dairy can actually tolerate fermented and raw cheese. Um, Wild-caught fish will help also with producing melatonin, turkey and chicken, ancient grains and beans and legumes. So that helps. Now, if you have low estrogen, and that is linked to menopause or HPA dysfunction, um, you, I have a few things that you can do as well. Low estrogen is often associated with menopause, but it's also something that can happen uh, if you have high cortisol. So high cortisol levels in younger women may cause um, low estrogen and it also may cause high estrogen. So it can be responsible for one or the other. The estrogen that we're talking about is the estradiol and it's made when stress levels are high and calorie intake is too low. So if your stress level is very high and your calorie intake is low, meaning you're doing very tough workout, low and high impact workout, high intent, I'm sorry, high impact workout, high intensity workout. So even if you're doing intervals, you're shocking your body. People say intervals are not bad for your cortisol level and people that swear that like me, like, oh, high intensity, um, high impact running for hours is not good for you and you shouldn't do it and that's not how you get skinny and all of that but those same people actually swear by intervals and i disagree with them because you shock your body and you shock your cardiovascular system you go from low to high low to high and you stop that is shocking and that brings your cortisol levels to highs that your adrenal glands will definitely definitely get a hit from and that causes insulin resistance and insulin resistance causes weight gain around your midsection. So going back to what I was saying, low estrogen levels can be also caused by high cortisol levels in younger women. And that's less estradiol, which is the form of estrogen that is made when stress levels are high and calorie intake is low. So someone that's on a diet with low calorie intake and doing very high impact, high intensity workouts. So doing hits, uh, do, doing boot camp, doing uh, spinning, um, running fast, doing intervals fast uh, and then stopping. This could all be a reason why your estrogen levels are low. And these things really, really place a burden on the body. So low fat and low calorie diets and too much exercise, low body fat percentage, someone really, really skinny, uh, or a history of disordered eating can decrease your estrogen levels. So chances are, if you see someone getting very, very, very skinny, but their skin is not looking amazing and they're looking like they're aging and they're looking like they're losing their hair, it could be that they're either going to, um, to go on to premenopause or that they simply have very, very low level of estrogen because of their high cortisol due to everything that they're doing to their body with dieting and exercising. So it's very important to look into that. How can you balance low estrogen? First of all, you need to stop dieting and you need to stop doing high impact, high intensity workouts. So if you feel like you're responding, uh, yes, to the low estrogen levels, um, estrogen level signs, so vaginal dryness, missed or irregular poor period, mood changes, depression, hair, lo uh, hair loss, 
and you just simply feel like something is off and your estrogen may be low, there's a few things that you can do. First of all, you need to eat. So you need to eat, eat more. Very often people that diet a lot or that are constantly on a diet, even a diet that is deemed a healthy or high in fiber, um, will have low estrogen levels. So you need to eat more. Phytoestrogens are found in fermented products and specifically in fermented soy products. So you remember how I always say that people that are in estrogen dominance should not have soy because soy is an estrogen mimicker well on the other hand somebody who has low estrogen levels should rely on fermented soy so you have um, miso for example is a fermented soy so you can have that you have to look for different sources of fermented soy which are a source of phytoestrogen so if you're in low estrogen if you have low estrogen levels it will be good for you on the other hand if you responded yes to signs that you may be having estrogen dominance, you have to stay away from fermented soy and any type of soy. Um, fit legumes, whole grains and flax seeds are amazing for low estrogen levels. So you need to eat more of those as well. Superfoods, maca powder, uh, black cohosh and chasberry. So chasberry is something that I always talk about and I don't prescribe because I'm not a doctor. I tell my clients that are in premenopause and menopause to do their due diligence and check it out. But chased chasberry, which is also called Vitex, um, is, a, is a great herb which is sold as a supplement and you also want to be careful where you source it. I would say to buy it on amazon.co.uk from a UK company preferably because I prefer their guidelines to the FDA guidelines that are shit. Um, but Vitex is amazing for people that have low estrogen levels. So if you have low estrogen levels or you're going into premenopause, perimenopause or menopause, you want to look into Vitex. Maca is great, but Vitex is better. Uh, ginseng is great. Magnesium rich food like leafy greens and cocoa, healthy fats, um, organic dairies and fish. That is great. Uh, phytoestrogens are food that naturally mimic the effects of estrogen. And if you have low estrogen levels, you want to rely on those before you go and have stuff like melatonin and, and supplements for estrogen, for low estrogen. And don't let your doctor just put you on pills, especially not um, what you call bioidentical pill, pills or patches. Some people get them put into their hips and stuff. I would prefer that you don't. If, but again, always, always ask your doctor. I'm not a doctor. The stuff I tell you to do cannot hurt you because I'm talking about food. I'm not talking about medication. I'm giving you food that you can have to um, fix inflammation or to remedy to certain hormonal imbalance. Now let's talk about one thing that's really, really common. Let's talk about high estrogen. Being in estrogen dominance is something that is so common in a lot of my clients and very often it is also due to high cortisol levels. Um, now, if you have responded yes to being in estrogen dominance, as far as the symptoms of estrogen dominance, 
um, you had uh, answered yes to bad PMS symptoms or very heavy periods, unintentional weight gain, unexplained changes in appetite, uh, huge cravings for sugar, mood changes, and possibly depression or signs of depression. This means that you're completely depressed. Um, you also, um, if you're high in, if you have high estrogen, if you go in estrogen dominance, you are somebody that tends to have a stubborn fat uh, deposit around your midsection, even though you're working out and even though you're eating super healthy. So, signs of estrogen dominance, including severe PMS, trouble losing weight, even though you're doing everything right. Um, you have to reduce your intake of processed food, sugar, and unhealthy fat. You also have to watch out for alcohol, even though I am all for a nice piscine once in a while and a little bit of tequila on the rocks with uh, a rim of salt. I would say that this is something you need to look out for. If you're somebody that really likes to drink during dinner, you have to lower your dosage intake of alcohol if you have high estrogen levels. Um, increase in fiber intake. So that's where inulin comes in and does wonders for so many of you. So many of you have such a hard time getting your fiber from vegetables and fruits um, that you um, need the inulin, the simply inulin for the extra fiber intake and you get incredible results from that. Some of you tell me I've been bloating my whole life. I've never had a flat tummy because you were going into estrogen dominance and that happens a lot also to people that do very, very straining workouts. Um, so the fiber actually helps with that. Having a lot of fiber lowers your estrogen. Now, what I have to say about a high estrogen um, being in estrogen dominance, when you go test uh, your hormones, very often the doctors will not tell you about your estrogen dominance. They will tell you that your progesterone levels are low and that's because your estrogen levels went up. So they compare them and they decide because of your, your estrogen level that your progesterone level is too low. And so what they do to remedy to that, rather than talk to you about the food that you can eat, food with benefits that you can eat, like what I'm talking about. That's why I say, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not prescribing anything to you. I'm not telling you not to take care of your health by going to a doctor. I'm saying, help yourself with food. Food instead of medication can do wonders for you. And food instead of supplements and artificial stuff can do wonders for you. And just sometimes subtracting certain foods that are deemed healthy out of your diet might be great for you. Um, it doesn't amputate your need or um, reasonable decision to go see a doctor about that. But when doctors do test progesterone and estrogen levels, they will decide that your progesterone is low because your estrogen is very high. So instead of kind of looking at a remedy for high estrogen levels, they're going to give you something to rise your progesterone. And that's where you feel like you're no longer in control of your body. And even though it may fix a few of the issues that you went to the doctor to because of your progesterone level being deemed too low, the fact that the estrogen dominance is not attended to and that they're only working on bringing the progesterone high enough to be balanced with your estrogen will still leave you with effects that you're not happy with. 
So that's why I'm saying before you jump on having progesterone cream that will make you grow hair on your chin or wearing these patches or having this implant in your hip to bring your progesterone levels higher, the bioidentical stuff, you might to want to also in parallel first start by looking at your diet and and really grabbing the problem by the balls and in this case the balls is your gut so high levels of fiber get it from your vegetables your fruits and your legumes um, and supplement with simply inulin which is considered a food with benefit it's not even a supplement it's a food inulin is a food with benefit and it's something that would be used like medicine, like Chinese medicine almost. So what do you have to lose to add a little bit more fiber into your body if that will take care of your estrogen dominance? Estrogen dominance is also on a different kind of estrogen uh, level, but it's also responsible for building fluid around the muscle and building those wet muscles that we're talking about as, as opposed to long, lean, dry muscles um, so that depends on the discipline that you choose. Now, the increase in fiber intake is important, but what's even more important is removing phytoestrogens out of your diet. So soy products from your diet need to be totally taken out. Stevia and chuvia, get them the fuck out of your house um, and away from you. You want to eat a you want to aim for a low glycemic diet that includes lean protein and healthy fats and do not be afraid of healthy fats olive oil is amazing french people are usually skinny because their hormone levels are good and that's because they're not afraid of fats olive oil is amazing avocado turmeric seaweeds and other greens the resveratrol found in fruits like grapes green tea is amazing and I think that you guys should definitely, definitely look into, and this is not sponsored. I have had a collab with your tea, but you should look into their tea. Dr. Nat, who I wrote an ebook with called Follow Your Gut, talking all about gut health and how about how it's so important to eat hot food as opposed to cold food for balanced hormones and healthy guts. Um, he's a, Dr. Nat is a doctor. She's a doctor and she's a Chinese medicine doctor um, and so she was talking all about the power of green tea and they have amazing tea one of them is for the gut one of them is for fertility those herbs are really potent this is not sponsored you want to look into it um, probiotic foods again like yogurt and fermented foods so the yogurt that you eat should preferably be fermented or Greek yogurt or kefir or labneh. This is very, very important. It will help you level down your estrogen levels and take you out of estrogen dominance. So important. Um, I'm going to talk really quick about testosterone problems. If you answered yes to some of the testosterone issues, don't forget women have a low level of testosterone, but they still have some. So you might want to know about it. You want to eat lean proteins, legumes and beans, leafy greens, garlic, pomegranate, beets, pumpkin, squash, onions, olive oil and coconut oil. Um, so some of these, um, you need to know that some of these foods, they help, they help release um, the L-DOPA, I think it's called, um, which helps a lot to make the neurotransmitters called dopamine, an important chemical for sexual arousal, arousal and pleasure. 
So that helps with all of that and it can improve blood flow, um, decrease inflammation, hormonal inflammation. It helps, the blood, it helps the body really handle stress that you may get from high cortisol level. And um, it, it, of course, that will all help not only with sexual um, issues, but it will also help with the perception of senses like touch and smell. So that also helps you um, when it comes to the to your satiation hormone sending neurotransmitters as well of feeling satiated so you want to look into that because everything comes into play um, what else can i talk to you about um, somebody asked me to talk about pcos and said that not too many people talk about it and i'm going to talk about it because um, insulin resistance is involved in that and i talk about insulin resistance so much so that's where high androgens in women come into play they often link to problems like obesity and being overweight and pcos or insulin resistance helpful helpful foods for pcos again my healthy fats Coconut oil, okay, but olive oil, even better. Make sure your olive oil is first press and is European if possible. Low GI food, like leafy greens and non-starch and non-starchy veggies. Fiber-rich foods. So again, if you have PCOS, simply inulin has been giving people amazing results. I've been getting messages from people saying I suffer from PCOS and my symptoms have definitely diminished since I started with inulin. But you also want to get your real fiber from food, from seeds and legumes. You really want to. Um, and that's why, remember, when I recommend the dosage of simply inulin, I say five grams a day of inulin is more than enough. It gives you 23.5 grams of fiber a day. You need about 35 grams a day. You want to get the rest of your fiber from real food. I never meant for simply inulin to totally, totally eradicate fiber from real food. I want you to eat real food. I don't want you to um, not have a meal. I don't want you to say, you know what, I don't eat veggies because I had simply inulin. That is bullshit. I don't believe in that. Green beans are amazing. Sassini seeds. Again, I speak about this all the time. That's great also for people in estrogen dominance, um, but the high androgen, androgens are also a big part of it. Sassini seeds, that's why Sally from My Sexy Veggies helped me create some recipes with tahini. She's the queen of tahini. Tahini is a spread that is sesame seeds. So we have a bunch of recipes with simply inulin that she developed for us. And she's taught me to, to cook with inulin, with, um, sorry, with tahini, adding simply inulin. So you get the fatty acid and the omega-3 from the sesame seeds in the tahini and you get the fiber as well. And you get it also in the Simply Inulin. So if you make our brioche, my brioche that I uh, posted on the website at uh, Simply Recipes, simplyrecipes.themethodmc.com, um, I will put that in the show notes again so you can have access to it. There's a bunch of tahini recipes that I've included also in my e-cookbook, Simply the Best, that comes with the spices. Remember, I explained before that spices are amazing for uh, rebalancing your hormones so you want to remember that when you go look at the e-cookbook that comes with a spice called Haras El Hanout simply the best that translates to the best in the shop but I called it simply the best uh, shout out Tina Turner um, and uh, what else so omega-3 fatty acids get on the internet 
and look at omega-3 fatty acid food and find the ones you like and consume them. Um, vitamin D, obviously. And so, um, again, sunlight. I really want you to think about sunlight. It's better to eat a low sugar diet and keep your dairy and carbohydrate intake low to moderate amount. That does not include fermented cheeses. So when I say dairy, I'm talking about regular dairy. Keep it where you have very little or not at all, and you can gravitate toward fermented and raw cheeses. Um, emphasize veggies, high fiber food again, Hello, simply in your lane string, sexy string beans, um, which is on the recipe on the e-cookbook, uh, simply the best recipe. Um, healthy proteins, healthy fats instead, and don't be scared of healthy fats. Let's talk about insulin resistance. So important. Last but not least, your diet matters when it comes to your hormones. And so sometimes you think dieting is healthy for you. You hear that the diet that you're following is actually good for cholesterol and heart disease, but you forget that they are asking you to omit certain things that your body needs. The energy and nutrients that you obtain from your diets um, are the raw materials your body needs to produce hormones and properly fuel your body. So. For example, many reproductive hormones are derived from cholesterols, from cholesterol, which comes from food. Um, but every diet is making you scared of cholesterol. So they tell you don't have whole fat dairy, don't have eggs, don't have butter, don't have meat. And so that goes and hits your reproductive hormones. Think about it. The hormones are always going to impact one another. That's why it is said that within the endocrine system, which is your hormonal system, everything is connected and the gut is very often the root of it all. And what you eat is very often the root of it all. So when you think of subtracting from your diet, you may as well think of it that way. I'm subtracting from my diet and I'm asking my hormones to kind of go and create stress for themselves. So that's why it's producing high levels of certain hormones like cortisols. You'll have a high cortisol level because you deducted very important food to the production of the right hormones and to hormonal balance. Certain foods that you subtract from your diet, like olive oil, like eggs, and other fatty acids, butter, many of you now do not have butter at all. But butter is an essential part of producing the hormones that you need to not have an imbalance. So think about that. Your body makes most of your hormones from precursors. So those precursors serve as shortcuts for producing hormones with less effort and time. So very often you go on a diet and you are not producing the right amount of hormones. And instead of changing your diet back, to eating the things that will help you produce those hormones and balance them out again, like your progesterone and your estrogen. Instead, you're gonna to go to the doctor and he's going to give you, for example, progesterone cream. And everything you're doing is pretty much masking the symptoms. You're not taking them from the gut. You're not going to the root of the problem. So here's the thing, your if your diet is not going to supply enough energy or materials to make all of your hormones, all of the hormones that you need, it will prioritize production of stress hormones, and that's cortisol. 
So each time you ask me, what can I do to lower my cortisol level? Well, first you can stop dieting and start eating food with benefits. Start eating food for health rather than being so afraid of food because you think you'll get fat. Your cortisol levels go high, you create insulin resistance, and what happens? You get fat storage around your midsection. Your body, your body absolutely does not consider reproductive hormones and those re responsible for metabolic functions, which is the thyroid hormone, for example, as its first priority. So during times of high stress, you may develop unhealthy fluctuations in your hormone levels. Bottom line is you need to eat right, you need to eat real food, and you need to start eating foods that diets make you afraid of. And chances are this is exactly what will contribute to make you lose weight that you have not been able to lose from dieting and exercising really, really hard. Now that you're armed with enough knowledge to use food as your ally rather than your enemy and to start looking for possible symptoms of hormonal imbalance, knowing how to recognize them and to remedy to them with real food and complementing with, for example, simply inulin, extra fiber, but not withholding intake of real fiber not that simply inulin is not real fiber, it is, but real fiber from real food. Food that you look at, that you chew, that you inhale, and that you swallow. And that your body has to digest for all of its goodness. Um, I think you're armed to do good for yourself intuitively. Follow your gut. Speaking about following your gut, I am about to dial up my friend Dara Kaplan. If you've been following me on Instagram for a while, her and I are always tagging each other on important subject matters. The latest was about milk um, and plant-based milk. Dara and I often discuss a lot of bullshit, but we also discuss real stuff about health, wellness, and diets. Um, her and I have caught on to a few things, um, and we agree on a bunch of our ideas when it comes to health and wellness and about going simple all the way. She does love Simply Inulin, but she does have her own opinion about all that stuff. She does take other um, and different kinds of dietary supplement fibers. Um, she loves psyllium husk, for example, um, and she backs up everything that she uses and tries with a lot of research and knowledge. She's so, so knowledgeable when it comes to health and wellness. Um, and you will find out why it's actually part of her job. And I think she's just simply really, really smart and very investigative, which I think is amazing. Um, other than that, you get to have a real insight into a relationship. She's someone that I respect so, so much. Um, she's beautiful, that's a fact but she is really brains and integrity. Um, this girl has started from the bottom and went up. She shares all of it with authenticity, uh, transparency. None of what Dara says or does, or at least what I can see on her social media and even in the last path that she has chosen and her professional um, choices and her professional um, path, uh, none of it seems 
um, I want to say corrupted by interest. Everything is just so transparent, clean, intelligent, and well-intended. At least that's how I feel about her. I think you'll find a lot of value in what she has to say uh, from her perspective, which is not necessarily the perspective of someone that's trying to sell you anything. She's not. There's just so much information she puts out there just out of the goodness of her heart. Um, I'm not going to tell you any more about her because I want you to find it out from our conversation, which should be fun. Um, and without further ado, here is Dara. Hi, Dara. Hi, Ingrid. Welcome. Thank you for coming on the podcast. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you and everyone today. So I need, before you tell everyone who you are, although a lot of my followers were your followers who migrated to me and vice versa, yeah. um, I'm going to tell everyone wait, what nickname I have for you. Oh, okay. Is that okay? <laughs> of course. So you're Becky with the good hair. <laughs> Which I think is so funny because I have twin yeah. sisters and one of their names is Becky. And she it's has... Becky the best hair in my family so mine is actually like shit compared to hers but so, actually but I did not know your sister's name was Becky <laughs> I knew you had twin little sisters but yeah. I didn't know why did I call you Becky for the good hair for people who don't really listen to that kind of music <laughs> it's Beyonce that came up with that and in the song yeah. I don't know about real life she was implying that Jay-Z mm -hmm. fucked with a girl whose name is Becky and she had good hair so Becky and was the mistress I don't want to be a mistress. Becky was the mistress <laughs> yeah but you're a bitch it, it suits you you've got the good hair you've had you have mistress hair like the good hair you know you want that's that ama that's amazing that's amazing not okay. amazing I'll, so I'll Becky with the, the good hair, hair. <laughs> wait what did I say last time that I said not only are you you have a tight ass or like a, something like that and and smart and you said I'll take the tight ass isn't that something oh like that? that was something <laughs> funny I don't know we talk like every day I can't even remember we what talk we talk about every day time. yeah I feel like we are such close friends, but you're going to kind of like back up the story yeah. and tell people how, even though I'm from New York and you and I have almost the same life path until I parted and went to Monaco, you uh, so we've lucky. never met in real life. Yeah. So so we've lucky. never met in real life. Yeah, yeah. I know. I I know. We'll talk about my weather forecast uh, exactly. type of okay. stuff and why I do it, but um, first, tell everybody who you are. Yeah. Okay. So my name is Dara Kaplan. I am the founder of a PR firm here in New York City called Wonderlish Kaplan Communications. And I'm also the co-host of a podcast called Pretty Electric. But Which none is of that badass. has to do with how I met Ingrid, actually. So way back when I had a YouTube channel um, years <laughs> ago for beauty and whatever, I then created an Instagram and got a following. And I think someone that I was following followed you or somehow I got to your page on Instagram and I started yeah. following you, I think probably definitely over a year ago now. Um, yeah, I was it's just been following, more than a year. Yeah, I've just been following you and like looking at what you're doing. And I loved how authentic and real you were. I could really just feel that through 
your your words not the pictures you know your pictures are beautiful and you're beautiful and I was like oh she's super hot I love following people that are good looking (laughs) and like I can relate (laughs) to in different ways but your words really spoke to me on so many levels so many different times and so I think I just reached out to you at one point and we just started talking I, I think that was it um yeah yeah yeah, and I think you said something about my wedding. You said something about my, I think my wedding pictures or oh, something. Oh, that and was definitely you remember? it. Yes, it was definitely yeah. it. It was something about St. And, Bart's and, and how some, I and love also something St. about Bart's. Yeah. Yeah. And something about the similarity in our dresses or some something to that extent. Yeah. So do you remember? Oh, I do. I do. I do. Um, this is not verbatim. It, this is not going to be perfect. But it was no. something to the effect that you got married in St. Bart's. I got married yeah. in Bermuda. And exactly. it was something about our, that your dress is super sexy or something like that. God knows what something I was saying. Something like that. But, and... you know, that was just a way to chat. But really what got me is your authenticity. Like, you do not see that very often, especially on social media where everything is so filtered and a highlight reel of people's lives. And I just love that you showed, you know, and this was before you even shared your story on social media, but I could just tell there was something, you know, deeper about you. And, um, you know, in a world of everyone being so filtered, face tuned and this and that, you just give so much authenticity that I was immediately drawn to you. And that's not, that does not happen very often for me because I'm a New Yorker like you are. We don't deal with bullshit. I was going to say, you're you know, so, I take it as like that. such we're a not compliment. LA. No, we're, we're not. not. LA. We, we don't so, fucking sugarcoat. Not exactly. at all. So, yeah, but I take it. talking. And um, yeah, that was it. We started talking and then we became like super close friends, like sharing stuff that I never thought I would share with someone literally on the internet but I'm so flattered that you're saying that about authenticity because now that I know you really well I know that you don't sugarcoat anything and you're like you're so intuitive because I remember and I think that's part of what makes you so good in your business Mm -hmm. you you said to me very early on I know that where you are today and all this gorgeous stuff you show us has a backstory that has to be something really deep. I mm-hmm. remember you saying that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I said to you, you are so right. Very soon, I'm going to be sharing my story and you will not yeah. believe how right you were. Yeah. And shortly I after I shared my story, do you remember? But you kind of yeah. like had felt that you were so intuitive. Yeah, I'm a Scorpio. Really, we're like just my super, sister. Yeah, super intuitive. I go really. I live my life based on like my gut instinct, and it's not, it really hasn't steered me wrong. Only maybe a few times, maybe with a few men, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all done that, no matter right. how intuitive and smart exactly. we are. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't even want to start talking about that. But <laughs> I think I need to bring you on another one of my podcast oh. episodes to talk about that shit. Oh, no. But no, I. We'll, we'll I not- Heard. <laughs> I was listening to your late, latest ep- episode that dropped, I think, yesterday. I was listening to it today in the car, and you said something about being engaged before your husband. And oh, yeah. Telling you, people telling you, well, your intuition uh-huh. sucks. You should not get engaged again so soon. Oh, yeah. And turns out you're yeah. very happily married to a gorgeous man now. So Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you just so got to follow your instinct. It, it, it really, you know, I have a, I have a friend that, Actually, she has a podcast called Style Your Mind, Cara, The Champagne Diet. 
Somebody, yes, I love her. Yeah, I'm I sure love her. a bunch of you guys know her, a bunch of your listeners. She's she's pretty well known and, and she's yeah. lovely and kind and an amazing person. But she always has this quote that I that I love and it was it's something to the effect I lost you for a sec, but Ah, sorry. So it's okay. So yeah, you are saying I think my phone was ringing. You'll have to edit that part out. <laughs> um, it's okay. It will be edited. Um, do you want to go like silent so she knows where to cut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. 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 So Kara, the quote, you know, and I may butcher this and it's not perfect, but it was something to the effect of always follow your gut. That bitch knows what's up. And how yep. true is that? Like, how many so times true. do you have that gut feeling and you decide for some reason not to follow it? And then that bites you mm-hmm. in the ass and you're like, damn, I should have listened to my gut. So it's true. You know what? It's so absolutely true. I don't even think you realize that I wrote an ebook with uh, a Chinese medicine doctor oh. um, mm-hmm. with your tea. I'm sure you know them because uh, you're yeah, so you, knowledgeable you about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and the ebook is called Follow Your Gut. And the, oh. the, the, the saying came from the fact that I've been telling people instead of sending me messages and asking me, should I be having this or should I be having that? If yeah. you're asking me and you're doubting the legitimacy of celery juice, let's say, yeah. or the legitimacy of a certain supplement or if you're mm-hmm. doubting it, it means you have intuition. If you're yeah. asking me and I'm so random, it means you have intuition. So when it comes to your health, try to follow your gut. And Absolutely. and so we call the ebook Follow Your Gut. But Kara always says it. I've seen it already on her page so yeah. many times. And so it's so incidental that you mentioned it. It's it it was a it's That's funny. It's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. And yeah, I think the biggest mistakes I've made is when I didn't follow my gut. Actually. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. We've all been there, though. So, yeah. Speaking of which, yes. one thing is crazy is that we became super friendly and I was not following you yet. You were following me and I was like being a diva and not following you, just being like, yeah. <laughs> what a tease. What yeah. a tease. You know, and then finally I fell in love with you by <laughs> private message and I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow that I'm bitch now. Up. And then... <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like being one of those. You what know. a bitch. What a bitch. <laughs> One of those, like, okay, I have all these followers, but I follow two. You know? <laughs> I'm not verified, but I follow, like, just two people. It's Don't so worry. funny. Anyways, I got out of that dumb stage, and I started following you, and, uh, you know, behold the power of everything that you know it turns out that you're super knowledgeable when it comes to health wellness and beauty yeah and I am amazed at how much you know and at first you make it sound with your cute sexy voice from New York <laughs> like you know like yeah I'm just gonna try this because you know what I'm a human guinea pig but yeah. very often you really back up with science like yeah. you do your fucking research and I know you did it with Inulin because yeah. I could not fucking sell you Inulin for nothing you did your damn research yeah no one can tell me on anything that's just not who I am you know like again I'm a New Yorker I'm super skeptical about everything I don't talk about it much but I do have you know I have studied health and nutrition it's been a personal passion of mine for years for you know personal health and wellness and and different things so I studied it I, I have I took some courses and um, in my PR business, we specifically focus on women's own businesses, 
health and wellness and social good. Yeah. So a lot of the business we represent, we represent a supplement company from Procter and Gamble. Um, I also told you about the CBD company. Yeah, it's the largest in in the world, actually. So I want to talk really, to you about that because I know nothing about CBD, yeah, but I so, hear you and Lauren speak about it a lot, and I want to know more. So it's I'll amazing. ask you a few questions yeah. after. There's a lot but, to know, so I'd love to share like a little bit with your followers so they know what to look for. And exactly, you know, we, we won't mention the brands or anything, but just so they know what to look for when buying, and then they don't. Get, you like, can mention the brands because you know why you do your research. I know you don't stand behind anything unless you believe in it. Yeah. And I like that because even when you hit a wall with Inulin at some point, because you've been using simply Inulin before oh, that yeah. you used for, for years. You used yeah, no. you you used from my manufacturer when yep. I recommended it and you explained to your followers. I listened to Ingrid, she yep. talked about the FDA hiding some uh some additives oh, yeah. in the ones in the States. You I remember oh, you yeah. doing your whole research, but then uh, a few weeks ago you said, you know what, with Inulin lately something's up with my stomach. I think I use too much. And then you are using psyllium husk, which I'm not against yeah. either. I mean, I see that you're you're not biased because we're friends, and I see you right. doing so so much of your research. You and I have also talked about the milks and the gum in the oh, milks yeah. and the gelatin, and oh, yeah. you know the estrogen Disgusting. mimicker and yeah. the soy. Disgusting. But the thing is, you are in PR, but you're so fucking knowledgeable. It's insane. I have about to be a lot. Well, as a publicist, you really have to like know so much about the industry you're working in because journalists ask you and journalists are the most investigative people yeah. on the earth. So the yeah. questions like I need to know the answers to and I have to know it really quickly. So I really have to dig into FDA. You know, I told you about dietary, you know, DSHA, yeah. which is a dietary um, health supplement education act. So there's a lot of things you do need to know, plant milks, all the gums, people have no idea what they're ingesting and it's disgusting. And I won't even get into artificial sweetener and stevia and all of these things that people are on the bandwagon of, oh, this is like a healthy yeah. thing, but they don't. Do, do you remember research? when I told you about that? Oh. And you were like, oh my God, I can't believe you're saying this. Because yeah, you it, had it, tried something with it oh. and you hated it. You said well, I had a funny. gut feeling. Well, it's you funny. Know? I tried something and I put it on my Instagram story and I had stevia in it. and I looked at it and I was like, okay, I remember. like I'm going to try it, I'm, but I'm going to call it out because listen, I use my Instagram just as like something I do. I don't, I don't yeah. get paid to do it, to promote anything. I don't do sponsorships. No. So I can say whatever the fuck I want on my Instagram. Um, exactly. So I said, like, I do not believe in using stevia. I can't even tell you how many hundreds of messages I got about it. And people were like, oh my God, why? And I just, I say, remember you tagged me. You said my friend Ingrid said, yeah. and I remember. And yeah. I tagged the company and the company messaged me and they go, well, why don't you like stevia? It's all natural. I'm just interested. And I go, well, because research has shown, and there's actually studies that stevia does this, this, and this, no response, nothing. And I go, yeah. you know, the no response is loud. You know, when people, the loudest, yeah, absolutely. Things, the loudest absolutely. things people say are the things they don't say. So that's what you exactly. really need to listen to from people. I love that. So. See, that's good advice. So we came on, you came on so we could bullshit a little bit. And <laughs> it turns out you're giving amazing advice. And it's funny because this episode is about hormones. I call the episode horror more 
uh, <laughs> um, and it turns out that I said I in the segment right before you come on, I was talking about Stevia and Truvia yet again, and yeah, saying for people that are uh, that have estrogen dominance, which oh, is yeah. something uh-huh. super common nowadays, uh-huh. Stevia and Truvia is very well known for being that plant, even though mm-hmm. it's deemed natural, is well known for having estrogen mimickers amongst other things. You know, people need to be wary of people just jumping on a bandwagon and a trend and what they think is healthy. There are many natural things out there in the world that are very unhealthy, such as, I mean, I can name a million things. So, you know, we won't even go into it. But um, yeah, to get back into like inulin a little bit. I love inulin. I've been using it for a long time. Um, And I do use like a variety of fibers, just different, different things. And I love baking with inulin. I use inulin in all my food. I love that it dissolves in the texture. However, in my coffee, I was using too much and my stomach yeah. had been off for a little bit. You know, I just a little weird system. Did you call it a Jewish girl problem? Uh, Something I did. Like that? I said, well, I said, I, I said, I just have a Jewish stomach. It's just off. It's yeah. always off. She said, I have a Jewish, I have a Jewish girl's stomach. That was well, so funny because I knew exactly so what you were talking about. That's a very Ashkenaz thing, though. I totally yeah, understand. Any of Jewish girls are listening to this, they'll know. Or if they have Jewish husbands, you'll know. Their stomach always hurts. Everyone's stomach's always it's hurting so in the true. Jewish religion for some reason. We always so, laugh about it, but it's true. <laughs> just for the record, the Ashkenaz uh, Jews are the ones from Eastern, that Eastern are Europe, coming yeah. from Eastern Europe, so yeah. like Poland, Austria, and then the Friday Jews, like yep. I am, have the little bit of the darker skin, like yeah. I do. Jealous. Uh, even though, yeah, light hair and stuff, but darker skin. And we come from Northern Africa and our yep. stomachs are super strong because we eat spices and, yeah. and, you know, like very spicy food and stuff. But it is true that in New York, you say it's Jewish girl stomach problems because the Ashkenaz girls always have issues with it's their It's true. Stomach. Yeah. I'm Romanian, <laughs> Russian, German, all that. And we got some messed up stomachs i gotta tell you <laughs> but you know what you're you're fucking gorgeous that's another thing that oh, you guys please. have and yeah and that like that hair can we talk about your hair the hair that that's a family trait my whole family is super hairy we say you know it's interesting it's just, we have the thickest hair on our heads it's just literally you have genetic. gorgeous hair. it is just genetic people ask me all the time what do you use on your hair what do you do for your hair yeah it unfortunately I don't have a good answer for people because it's just genetic my dad is in his 70s and has a full Jewish head of Af- hair a full yeah. Jewish afro still so I was gonna I mean, get to that yeah because that's full. another thing we have in common a lot of people ask me about my hair I have somewhat your volume but I think yeah. your hair is actually better than mine nice. um but we have a jufro oh, so when yeah. people go how'd you get that volume oh. I'm like dude I don't yep. want the volume right. I have a jufro which I take an hour and 15 minutes to strain out exactly. to make people it look don't get normal that. they don't understand <laughs> like I go into humidity I look like I don't know if you know yeah. what I'm talking about now. there was an yeah. episode yeah. of Friends years ago yeah where Monica Geller <laughs> went to the Dominican Republic and her hair was bro that's me that's me me. me so people love the volume I'm like but you don't understand the struggle okay you don't get it (laughs) but but these two Jufro bitches got married on in exotic islands (laughs) it's true it is true it's true there's a little less humidity in Bermuda that's why I picked it no I'm kidding (laughs) no 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 fucking way and Sam Bart's was so humid I can't even imagine I I, you can't even imagine what my hairstylist had to do to like I I love Sam Bart's get my hair under control it's worth it 
but now you know that I have a great hairstylist that can get your hair under control over there. What, who, ever need. Where in New York? Shout oh, out! I need no, the name Sam Bart. Her name is Bree. Oh, and shout Bart. out! And I'm actually gonna link her on Instagram. She's amazing. She oh. like she she was like a hair whisperer. She was a Jufro whisperer. <laughs> the wizard of Jufros. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so okay. this is giving people a good idea how we like get exactly. with a lot of bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> every day, every morning I wake up, I look at Instagram, and I bullshit with Ingrid. Love it. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. So I remember that when my story came out on the Skinny Confidential, you mm. already knew it was coming. Yeah. And I was very, very nervous. And I came to you as a friend and I said, okay, you're one of like the best publicists out there because I did my fucking research. I'm like, you know, I'm like Mossad, FBI, KGB all together. <laughs> so I know. I yeah, it. of course. Mossad. And I said to you, like, I'm super scared to come out with my story. And I sent you my son's statement. Yeah. And I said, my story is, in, is a little bit in a statement. And this, the rest will come. But it's coming on the Skinny Confidential. Yeah. And what do you think? And you said to me, um, I, you read it. I will let you tell your side of the story. Yeah. But I remember you're saying to me, okay, when you're, you write your book, I'm going to be your agent. Oh, I yeah. want to be your agent. Do you remember that? Not an agent. I don't want to be an no, agent. My publicist, your publicist. Sorry. I'm agent. thinking of my literary <laughs> agent. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, you said, no, 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 no. I was saying, I was thinking of Dana, my literary agent, as oh, we were saying there, because I spoke to her about you. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, um, you said I want when your book comes out. No, you said not the book. You said when the movie comes out, I oh, want to yeah. be your publicist. Do you remember? No, d- yeah, even with the book, I just you yeah, know, I, re- I read what I listened to the podcast on the Skinny Confidential. That's what her Confidential. podcast is, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I knew what was coming. You kind of told me, and you were so nervous about it. And there was two things I wanted to say. Number one, as a publicist, I loved it because your story. There are so many, like I said, in this world of being overfiltered, there is such a lack of authenticity in this world. And also, people want to know the struggle. People want to know that life isn't perfect. People want to know that people go through really fucking shitty times and make it out okay. And those are the people yeah. you root for. I know I do in life. I don't want to, I'm not rooting for the person that was born with a silver spoon in their mouth and had everything True. easy and never went through a struggle. Great. Guess what? You're lucky. But you know what? That's not reality. And that's not who I'm like, wow, that person's a fucking fighter. That's who those downs are what make someone. So I loved it. I, I thought this, first I thought your story is amazing. As a publicist, I love it because that's what I know. And why I said, I want to be your publicist when the book comes out, because I you know did. that's what journalists are going to grab onto because that's what consumers and readers want to hear about. So yeah. I know what will gain traction because obviously I work in the industry, but, uh, and I just know, but the story. Yeah, yeah, you're you're good. You're very good at this. So you were right, actually. So that's what it was. It was the authenticity, the vulnerability, showing people that life isn't rainbows and sunshines all and all the time. It's just not. Yeah, you live a beautiful, blessed life now. You have a gorgeous husband, a gorgeous family. You live in fucking Monaco, for Christ's sake. I mean, it doesn't get better (laughs) than that. I'll tell you that. But you know, to get there, like what happened to get there, and I think stories like that are are unbelievable and for you to share that you know where so many people wouldn't have so many people would pretend that never existed and they live this amazing life and 
you are so you were so open about it and shared it. And I bet it helped a lot of people, especially this, your story about your son, which is yeah. incredible, amazing story. That story, I mean, it, it gives you it reading about so it. Many so many people, but exactly. it helped me. But exactly. I remember part of your job, like I said, is to be so intuitive. And I didn't bring you on here to toot your horn. But now that you're here, <laughs> oh, I kind away. of toot, have to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to toot away because you know what? Have you in here talking about it? I have to reminisce to the, of course, all the bullshit and like the people that pissed me off oh, and how course. you pounded. And that was amazing. Okay. Um, but anyways, that was private stuff. And we're, we're not going to be bitchy on this episode. <laughs> Um, but I had to reminisce to the times that you were really a good friend. I think that's how I grew so close to you yeah. because I came to you before the story was mm-hmm. going public. Yeah. And I said, if you were my publicist, would am I doing the right, right. thing? Yeah. And and you totally, like, it's as if you had taken polls before this story went live. <laughs> and you told me exactly what was going to happen. And I said, but I'm scared that my kids are going to get hate. I'm scared people are going to tell them your mother's an ex-convict. I'm scared my son won't be able to get jobs when he gets when he gets right. older. And you said, absolutely not. This is what's going to happen. You're going to create a tribe of women warrior around you that are going to mm-hmm. come and they're going to route for you. And that's exactly what happened. So you're absolutely. like an amazing publicist because you were able to tell exactly what the public reaction and the public movement after that was going to be there's nothing before it even went yeah and also you have to remember there's nothing like and I say this I I have a lot of things with clients that relate to this but there's nothing like a mom's roar you know like a mama a, a mama lion taking care of its cubs Every woman that's a mother can relate to that, you know, and you will have a bunch of warriors stand up for you and fight for you. You are a mother protecting your son and doing whatever the fuck she needs to do to protect him and provide for him. If anyone looks at you cross-eyed or side-eyed about that, then they have something wrong with them. Because if you can't understand that, then that's a problem. Well, that's your own problem, but that's, that's your business. Yeah, yeah, that's, your right. business. that's what I always I don't think. know kind of like, you know, whatever, but you know, I just couldn't ever imagine judging someone based upon that. Once they hear that story, it was not that you went up to someone and shot them in cold blood. That that's a different story. Yeah. You know, there, there's, yeah. there's, it's a, a different issue. I would then as your publicist tell you, okay, let's maybe not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe let's not you know not, let's not come out with that but it's funny because my son Dylan yeah who everybody knows his story now but if people are just coming on for the first time because they're from your tribe if never listened to my story yeah. my son Dylan was on the spectrum of autism and he's been cured completely um, and now he's in law school in the UK which is incredible one of the best law schools in the UK and he always said to me throughout the years when he got uninvited to birthday parties or when you know like things like that would happen I would look at him and say Dylan maybe they found out that I went to prison Mm. and he would say to me I mean we're talking about little boy on the spectrum and he would say to me mom you didn't kill anybody (laughs) that's what he would always 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 say that's that's crazy yeah I mean of course a little boy is always going to find an excuse for his mom but he turned uh, into you know, a good, a great kid, a good, a great adult, actually, I yeah. should say. He's 19 now. He's in law school. I think he's going to make an amazing lawyer because he sees things a little bit the way you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Good. So I'm sure he will. So that's amazing. I love but this. You know what? I think it's amazing. All that to say that I think now I was able to actually express when you said like, how do we explain our relationship? This is how we got so close. We some stuff were so deep, and you were yeah. such great great advice for me. And always never bias. That's what I love. Yeah. Like the other day I sent you something yeah. and you said, Ingrid, you're not going to like what I'm going to say. But this was <laughs> yeah. actually this person that is not always so nice to you. Well, actually, she's on point with that. And I love that. That makes you, for me, this unbiased source of, you know, of advice. And I know that when you tell me, Ingrid, you're okay, you're doing great. I know you really mean it. And you're most probably right. Well, friendship isn't based on bullshit, right? Like friendship can't be just telling the other person what they want to hear all the time because no one grows from that. No benefit comes of that. Constructive criticism, I think, is key to evolving. Um, I know I want to hear it. And unfortunately, you know, we we spoke about this in my last podcast, actually, about mistakes and how constructive criticism sometimes can sting a little bit. But number one, if it comes out of a place of love, it's different. And if it comes out of a place of wanting to truly help someone, you have to see it for what it is. Because without constructive criticism, you'll stay at the same level your whole life and you will never evolve. So I think that friendship, honesty is like the number one importance of of a good friendship. But for me, that totally rises your level of objectivity to such objective integrity. And that's so important because I came to you uh, yesterday, I, I like I get free advice from you, like literally free <laughs> service. I, my, unless my text, you're gonna bill me, my unless you're gonna bill me, you. yeah, yeah. No, the voice tax, so. where I was like, I was like, these voice consultations are like worth gold, and I know that. And I came to you, and I want to talk about it because I think yeah. it's. I said we might not, but I might just use you yeah. for it because you Absolutely. have the voice of reason, intelligence, and knowledge when it comes to this. Um, if I was your client, which yeah. I will be very soon <laughs> when my book comes out, as we know. Um, I will and never I take asked, a dollar from you. I told you that. It's not happening. So just shut how up. How can I be your client then? You, I Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Okay. Okay, Becky, we'll see. (laughs) We'll talk about that privately. Fine. Okay, I'm not taking a dollar ever. Must be weird, though. I call you Becky. That's your sister's name. Okay, Becky with the good hair. Um, Question. Is inulin, is simply inulin FDA approved? And do we care? And do we know? Okay, so that's what we were speaking about yesterday. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this is the thing. And this is what I told you yesterday. No, inulin is not FDA approved, but do we care? Absolutely not. Do we care about the FDA? Mm, Okay, that's debatable and we can get into why. But guess what? What most people don't know, I guarantee about 90% of your listeners right now at home that care about health and wellness take vitamin C and vitamin D. I bet their doctors even have told them to take vitamin C and vitamin D. Guess what? Vitamin C and vitamin D and any other supplement you take is not approved by the FDA, nor is it regulated. So let that like sink in when you're listening to this. Vitamin C is not FDA approved. Why? Wow. I mean, we can really talk about why, but that's, you know, a whole conspiracy theory thing going on. But so my CBD client, I work a ton with the FDA because it is considered a dietary supplement because you ingest it. Anything you ingest is considered a dietary supplement. Anything that is a dietary supplement is not approved by the FDA. 
Now, when it, what that means is it does not mean that it's illegal. It does not mean that it's bad. It does not mean anything bad. It just means that they don't put their stamp of approval on it. Why? Because right. they can't make money off of it. So why do they say, you know, vitamin C is not approved when it is one of, I mean, you would eat an orange and there's vitamin C in it, right? It's insane. It's so insane because they, it's known for so many medical oh, advantages. Yeah. And, and if benefits. you Google high doses of vitamin C, you would be so surprised what comes up. But most people don't talk about it because according to the FDA, if you're a dietary supplement, you cannot claim a disease state. So that's okay. where, and, and then that's where the problem is. You can't say uh, vitamin C, I'm going to use vitamin C as an example because everyone takes it, right? So vitamin right. C cures, I'm going to make this up, cancer, which there's, I'm not saying that it does, but there has been some studies of vitamin C on cancer cells and what that does. You can't talk about it if you're a vitamin C company because that's illegal to claim, right. claim curing or disease states whatever okay so that makes sense right so why does this happen because to become fda approved you have to pay billions of dollars it is all it's a government agency and if you're in the u.s you might know about this you might not how government agencies work and there's a big debate right now about the fda whether it is pro-consumer or pro-pharmaceutical company they make money from pharma companies that's who supports them so they're exactly. not going to promote um, an all natural supplement that you can get that they're not going to make money on. They rather prescribe you a yeah. pharmaceutical that they'll make money on. So, you know, there's okay. a lot to like unravel around that. So back to inulin. Is inulin FDA approved? No, but who the fuck cares? Because the FDA doesn't <laughs> know anything. And as long as you have good manufacturing practices, which I know for a fact we you do. do, I know it's on yeah, we do. I know it's on yep. your label. So good manufacturing practices for people that don't know is a third party audit that makes sure it's safe to consume. Yeah. So that's what you need to look for on labels. And if there is no good manufacturing process, uh, um, practice label, you should practice really label. ask that company where their sources are from. And if a company is not transparent with you, where their each ingredient is from, where it's sourced, stay the fuck away. And I've learned that from working with my CBD client because when people, there's so many like scammers, quote unquote, like fly by the night people trying to make a dollar with CBD. Right. So there's so many companies that are bullshit that don't even have CBD or using industrial powder from China, which please look at your labels, people. If it comes from yeah. China, throw it out the throw it out your window because yeah, there's one specific oh inulin, God. and I'm gonna repeat it again. What's it called again? Um, it's called Now. Oh yeah, that I know one that. is yeah. made in China. Yep. And that's horrible because the problem is with that, what people don't understand is supplements that come from China and so much comes from China is their soil isn't tested. Anything that comes yeah. out of the ground, the soil needs to be tested for arsenic, lead, all of these horrible things. So really be careful where things are coming from. And that's why I love Simpi- Simply Inulin. And I'm not just saying this because I'm biased. Uh, I'm no, not you're shooting not. your horn. It's, it has good manufacturing practices. It's not from the US. The EU is, well, I don't know if even... London. It's actually going to be in the EU anymore. But anyway, but it is it, it is right is now. And they're stricter. abiding by the exactly. Yeah. So the product exactly. is G- GMP approved, like you said, and it's actually manufactured in a GMP approved yeah. facility. Exactly. And that's on the label. 
uh, everybody knows who my who my manufacturer yeah. is because yeah. before they manufactured for me, they were the ones that I relied on, and yeah. I just told everybody to get it without getting a dime for it. Yeah. Um, so GMP is important, but what you need to know, I don't know if you know, I think I told you that yesterday. You told me you said Ingrid. Yeah. If this is being questioned, and it wasn't, no one, none of the people that bought Inulin from us ever asked, is it FDA approved? Um, but someone, um, not, I don't even want to say competition because I don't even think it, it, it matters. And I don't even think it qualifies as competition, but somebody had put a doubt on the FDA approval of Inulin as though it would matter. Um, what you need to know is that Inulin in Europe, in the European Union is an EFSA approved mm. product. And that makes it because because EFSA and FDA have signed a cooperation uh. um, in in safety and and um, they have signed a cooperation in safety of food science in 2007, um, and in falls within that category. Hmm. Technically, hmm. according to the international laws, right, it would make it an FDA approved product, right? That but makes not sense. like you said, n- not that it matters. It does, but it is. EFSA approved and EFSA is European Food Safety Authority. And that includes for now the UK. I'm sure they will stay in some sort of agreement with them either way. But oh, yeah. that would be a technicality. As far as the quality of the product and its safety is concerned, that's more I think FDA is more about the claims of the product. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. stuff that you mm-hmm. said about the arsenic and the soil yeah. in China, I didn't even know that shit. How do you know this shit? <sighs> Why I know this. I know. I my brain is filled with I don't even know what at this point. <laughs> um the reason I know that is because of my C B D client actually because so many companies are just like I said trying to make a dollar unfortunately yeah. um on the CBD hemp, craze so cannabis there is hemp and marijuana they are both cannabis is the overarching species of plant and then you have cannabis which has over point t- uh 0.03 THC and hemp has under so hemp is legal in all 50 states here and marijuana okay. is not yet. It probably will be soon. Um, okay. What people need to know and why you cannot buy anything from China, especially CBD, hemp and cannabis are a plant called a, remedi- a remediative plant. What that means okay. is that it cleans up the soil. So my clients are actually working in Puerto Rico right now where they used to test Agent Orange for the wars. So the soil is decimated. It's horrible. It's chemical. You can't grow anything, any fruits there because you'll be ingesting horrible chemicals chemicals so what that means is so those plants could be planted there hemp and cannabis plants and they actually clean the soil so they suck up all the lead the arsenic they clean so why you don't want to ingest plants that clean the soil think about that you want to be ingesting all of those heavy metals and toxins you have to be very careful so you always need to know where your things are coming from especially cbd because if your if your cbd is coming from a place where the soil is not tested you are doing your body a big disservice and actually could be very harmful to your health so people need to really ask for sourcing and and legitimate companies should be able to give you a report on their sourcing. So that's what you need to know about that. And, and any dietary supplement, there should be, if you're so interested, get a report and find out where stuff is manufactured. It's important. Exactly. And I, I, you explained it so, so well. So now CBD. Yes. 
I see you using it and I know I that it. you're you you do not use your Instagram to um to push no. your clients products. I know that for a fact. Um I'm not your client and you push in your lane, but you even pushed it when you were using my manufacturers before yeah. my product came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So um what is CBD and okay. why do you like it? Okay. So CBD is from the cannabis plant, specifically the one I use is whole plant spectrum from hemp. So I'll give you a really short answer because I could go on for years about this. The human, the human body has an endocannabinoid system. It's in our brain. It was found out about actually in 1994. So basically the molecules in CBD. So cannabis has 114 plus plant compounds. THC is one of them. CBD is one of them. CBN is one of them. There are a bunch of them. CBD is just one of them. But CBD is cannabidiol. um, And what that does is that fits actually into our receptors in our brain perfectly. So we are very similar to the hemp plant, actually, uh, how our brain is composed chemically. So CBD can regulate that endocannabinoid system. So that endocannabinoid system has to do with anxiety, stress, sleep, many things that people use it for. It rose to fame actually for children's epilepsy. Um, it, it really helps people. If you look it up, if you look up Charlotte Figgy, it says, a girl, Sanjay Gupta. We're gonna link it in the show. Yeah. We're gonna what well, we will do it I'll, I'll for just for argument's sake. Yeah, we'll no, put in the show notes. Send I'll me the information. The link. So Sanjay Gupta, who's very very famous here in in uh, the U.S. on CNN, did a story on her. She was having about four hundred grand mal seizures a month every single day, about seven minutes apart. She didn't go to school. She couldn't oh do God. anything. And the, the doctors are like, we don't know what to do. Like, you might as well put a do not resuscitate on her. She's going to die. She's a little girl. And the mom was oh like, oh, fuck no. She did her research and she found out that CBD could help her. So she looked into it. And uh, so that's where the background came from, that CBD has helped a lot of children with epilepsy. And, you know, if anyone wants to look up mm-hmm. into it they can do that um so so you use it for sleep i, I heard you saying it, you yeah, use it so, for sleep yeah so i use it for just general health and wellness calming anxiety and i use it at night for sleep but my business partner uses it in the morning she thinks it gives her energy everyone's body is different okay. you know it depends on okay. what you need to balance and it's an all-natural supplement obviously that kind of balances you for what you need a lot of people and it's claim. not a controlled substance i remember yeah. yesterday when yeah. we were talking about the fda thing and you you gave me this voice consultation oh, yeah. via instagram um that i've kept preciously because it was such amazing professional advice and valuable you said something about it being that you had to deal with dea which is the drug enforcement agency. well unfortunately you know any government agency is annoying <laughs> um yeah so before actually President Trump just signed a bill into office called the Farm Bill. And it was actually passed first in 2014 by Obama, stating that anything, any plant with under 0.03 THC is legal. So hemp is completely legal, but the DEA wanted to like fight about it. So they were trying to say it was not legal, but 
Trump just made it. Because it kind of puts a little bit of their business out because then yeah, people I mean, are cultivating it right. and growing it and all right. that. It's like I want to know the name of the brand. I know you don't like to plug, but I want to know the name of the brand. Yeah, and so we the brand link I represent is Charlotte's Web CBD. Some people know it. I like the name. Yeah, some, well, it's, some people know it as CW Hemp. It's actually Charlotte's Web CBD, and it's named, you know, for Charlotte, the little girl. Um, I'm gonna get some and it's amazing it is just amazing it's an amazing product I take it you know every night and I find that it really helps me with sleeping and many people have reported the same thing so it sounds a little bit like the the Bach drops that I use but maybe similar it is similar no no it is similar to that it's an all-natural remedy it's the same you know it is similar it just probably affects different parts um you know, there will be a lot more research coming out now that there's no legal gray area. Um, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll see what the FDA does. That's <laughs> we're waiting for them. OK, so. <laughs> so not only do you have a tight ass, cute little feet, <laughs> but you have brains, beauty and gut, the full package. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Becky with the good hair. Um, that was really cool. I actually kept you for much longer than I promised. No, I hope you're not okay. going to hate me for the rest of the day. I know you're super busy. No, it's okay. I want you to give our audience, yours and mine, because I know your people are going to be listening. Yes. Everyone that loves you, <laughs> listens to everything and watches everything that you do. Um, what is the best piece of advice that you can give to the everyday woman? Oh, wow. Whoa. That's a that's such an overarching state, you know, that's such a big a, a quick one, something huh. super simple, like simply in your lane, you know, like simple, chic, gangster, just your best piece of advice. Num- I'm going to give like like three here. Number okay. one, follow your fucking gut all the time. That's my number one, actually. Yes. <laughs> number two, find out where the food you're putting in your mouth comes from. Number two. Yes. <laughs> number three. Huh. Uh, should I just leave it at two? Number three, don't surround good, yourself with assholes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there that's you go. Good. Those are those are my three. Those are my three most important. Oh, and like move your body 30, 30 minutes a day. Just do something with yourself. Yes, there you go. Such Th- good those advice. Are my, those Mine are my would... four pieces of advice for everyone. Mine would definitely include sunlight, but you know why? Oh, so no, I, that's a good. One. I have, I have to talk about that. No, that's every a good day. One. Every day, every day, every day, Dara shows the streets of New York or the sky of New York and she kind of comments about the weather. (laughs) And automatically, within the next half hour, I either look at Gilles or text him and say, oh, it's 32 degrees and disgusting in New York. It's going to rain today. Oh, looks like a shitty day today in New York. They're freezing their butt off and it's raining. so true. And... He looks at me like, oh, okay, what the fuck? Are you psychic? Are you psycho? And like, what did he say yesterday? Why do we even? Yeah, it's it was funny. He though. said, well, what does it matter what the weather is in New York? You live in Monaco. <laughs> I'm like, true. And, Valid. and so, first of all, I love playing psychic. I never tell him that you're the source of it ever. <laughs> and so he looks at me like, okay, I don't know how you know that. Because I give him very specifics that you couldn't even get from the weather channel. But <laughs> on top of it, it just gives me this boost. Like every time, like, oh, I'm so happy I left yeah. this dump. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes me super jealous when I see your view. It's so gorgeous. I agree yeah, with you about well, the sunlight, how important that is to regulating so important. hormones and creating vitamin D. I actually just read a, I'm going to send this to you, actually. I just read a really interesting article. Um, it was an investigative piece on if the doctors in the U.S. have created a health crisis with recommending sunscreen yeah. all the time and what's yeah. that done for people. And, exactly. you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know the research. I'm not an expert. I don't know anything about, you know, like sunscreen and chemical, that, that stuff specifically. But it was a really interesting article. You, maybe, you may really like it. I'm going to send it to you. I might have even off. read it because if you go back to one of my posts, I think you may have commented on it. Oh. <laughs> I, I read because because you read like fucking crazy research that I, I would never read. Like, I don't know. This brain of yours is incredible. It's like <laughs> the Jewish Ashkenaz side of you, like the doctors and lawyers and all of that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. that's why we're all doctors and lawyers. Um, exactly. <laughs> that's right. But actually, I also am very good with research. Not as good as you. Definitely, I don't sound as knowledgeable as you do, but I love to surround myself with knowledgeable people. And that's why you're part of my life, for sure. The fact that you're cute helps. Um, <laughs> but... I did read so many researches on that because I've believed in the power of that. And I've Absolutely. seen my change in health and mood and even oh, yeah. in cravings when I moved to Monaco. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had shared a part of a survey, actually of a research that um, sunlight helped you burn the white fat cells in your hmm. body. Oh, I've never heard. That's interesting. I I'll send believe, it. To, yes. I'll send it to you That's and I'll send you the post. Yeah. And I was saying that, like, especially in America, they've created such a craze where people are so scared of sunlight. I have people who said, I have people sending me messages when I do these videos of me taking up a little bit of sunlight for five minutes. I can imagine. Um, (laughs) I I have people who say, but don't you still get sun on your face, even through the window? And isn't that dangerous? Are you wearing sunscreen? And I'm like, you know, I I answer very kindly because I know people are there's so, so much afraid. misinformation. So too. much myth. There's information. so much information for the average person to dig through. It's really hard to do yeah. the research to find out who you should be listening to, why you should be listening to it. Is it legitimate? Is there research yeah. to back it up? It's it's hard. And but, what does yeah. this person have to benefit um, from? Exactly. You know, like the, very very often people will create fear and if they're creating fear and they put you on the fence about a product about sun about anything ask yourself mm-hmm. like what did this industry have to benefit no, from putting that putting out the research thing, when reading research this is another piece of advice for people the number one thing you have to sniff out the money you have to yeah. find out where the money is coming from who funded the research? The research. And who's going to yeah. make money from this? And that's yeah. where you find your answers all the time. Like when you yeah. see different even ads on TV and it'll say in the teeny, teeny, tiny print funded by the Dairy, yeah. the dairy Association. Okay. Yeah. They, of course, they want you to drink milk. Of course, because they're making money. So really, that's really important for people with research to find out who's making money from it, who, who's funding it. And that'll give you a lot of answers a lot of the time. So, so true. Same goes for like uh, corporate whistleblowers. Oh, like who, yeah. why, why does somebody take time to go and publish things and whistleblow about oh, anything? Yeah. Because they had something mm-hmm. financial to oh, gain yeah. from it. Always. It's always about the money. Always, always, always. I love that you're so smart and I love you and <laughs> oh, you're the I love your hair. Oh, oh I love yours. <laughs> okay, Becky with the good hair. I'm going to let you go. We're going to hang you. out. This was so fun. It was so fun. Make sure you send me all these notes so we can share. Before you go, 
for people, I'm sure there's only two of them that don't know you, where can they find you? Yeah. And so um, give you so a handle. for anyone that doesn't know me and wants to hear more of my ramblings, um, you can find <laughs> me on Instagram at Dara K, D-A-R-A-K-A-Y-E. You can find me at the Pretty Electric Podcast. That's on yes. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We're going to link it. Blah, 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 all those places. <laughs> um, and if anyone needs any PR consultations, they can find me at Wonderlish Kaplan Communications. And that is yeah. WKC.rocks. <laughs> That's our Amazing. website. <laughs> yeah. And you're the best. Thank you so okay. much for having me on. I appreciate Thanks it. And I love chatting with you. I loved it too. Bye. I love okay. you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It went a lot longer than I first intended it to be. Technically, I was supposed to chat for, with Dara for about 20 minutes because she's so busy and today was such a crazy busy day for her. But she indulged us and gave us so much value, so much food for thought, so much information and a lot of wisdom and some really good laughs. Um, you guys can find Dara on Instagram. We're going to also link everything that she spoke about, including the stuff about Charlotte's web CBD um, oil. So uh, yeah, it's that child. It's actually CW hemp, Charlotte's web CBD oil. Uh, we're going to link that because not that she asked me, you should know, she did not ask me to plug the product and she said we absolutely should not plug the product. But I do think that the fact that she uses it and is so knowledgeable about it and backs it up with so much research, so much science, so much even legal knowledge about it. Uh, I think it's definitely worth looking up the product. And of course, as always, you should do your own due diligence, as I always tell you with any type of products that we speak about. That being said, if you are looking for Simply Inulin, you know, you can find it on our website. Um, it's going to be in the show notes as well. You can make our brioche, Simply Inulin, a high fiber brioche. Um, you know that the recipe was originally elaborated by my sexy veggie Sally and that I made it my own with my own twist by making the brioche. Sally made the bagels and both recipes um, with tons of credit to Sally is posted on the website and it's free. Uh, you can also get my recipe book, ebook, uh, Simply the Best, that comes with the spice Ras Hel Hanout, the best in the shop. Um, as you know now, simply the best includes spices and you found out that spices are great to level and uh, to level your hormones, to, to bring your, your hormones to a healthy level. Um, and we've explained why in, why in this episode. You should also know that the ebook includes a lot of tips as you cook as to why you should consume, for example, a certain amount of olive oil that's included in the recipe or why you should eat tahini, which, has sashimi, which is sashimi and which is an anti-inflammatory, um, it's a hormone anti-inflammatory um, and 
If you want to work out with me for free, you always have access to my two free flash workouts. The links are always in the show notes on every single episode. You can also work out with me like a real master session live in Monaco, only it's an access on our virtual platform, a monthly unlimited access to five videos at all times. A new one is about to come out this week, as a matter of fact, and they are always about three and a half hours of workout you have access to. You can do them from the comfort of your home, in your hotel room, anywhere you are, anytime. On this note, I hope you really enjoy this episode. I know I did. It was absolutely amazing to have Dara on and to hear all of the goodness she was willing to give us. I wish you a wonderful weekend. Bisous, bisous from Monaco.